0: Ladies, for all your fancy negligee bras and brasiers, come on down to Reggie's. I don't know much about ladies' underpants, except that they wear it. And now on Sundays, if you buy two bras, you get a tube of chapstick for free in honor of the Lord's Day. So come on down to Reggie's Lingerie Palace, home of the chocolate chip panties. And now, the Radcast. In five, four, three, two. Extreme
1: close-up!
0: She make it take a claw off and go dance in the rain. What are you singing? What? Cause <laughs> so you were singing, right? Oh, uh, she's... oh, oh yeah, yeah, I was singing. Ricky Martin. Yeah, she's in the super Ricky Martin. Yeah, you were. You went to the pre-course. She make you take clothes yeah. off and go dance in the rain. <laughs> I abbreviated all the all the right words, though, right? All the right moves. <laughs> what? uh was that the football? That one? Was, uh, what was. Um, that, what was all the right move? Oh, I'm thinking that of was a, that was like a pilot movie, wasn't it? No, that was uh, the right stuff. Oh yes. Or yeah, all the right moves was Tom Cruise. Yes. No, that was Top Gun. That was another pilot movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I was thinking about this the other day because um, I know people. Um, and I've heard of people who let their, they get like dogs and let their kids like name the dogs. Um, who let the kids name the dogs? Who, 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 Sometimes you can tell like the kid named the dog. Yeah. Um, do you just fart? Yes, I did. (laughs) We didn't have to bring, well, it's not mic'd up, so we didn't have to bring attention to it. Well, I feel Uh, like I needed to. Anyway, (laughs) um, I feel like there needs to be some sort of screening process when kids, Learn the or um, choose the name of like a dog, yeah. because when it comes down to it, I as the parent, I'm gonna be the one who has to chase after the dog when it gets lost, and I'm the one who has to ask people if they've seen a dog, and I don't want my kids naming the dog applesauce <laughs> because I don't want to be only... <laughs> applesauce <laughs> where are you applesauce excuse me have you seen my little pooch his name is applesauce <laughs> that's like it's absurd a lot of kids don't have dignity. have you seen my milky cookies yeah. where are you little fudge baker <laughs> oh where are you fudgekins <laughs> something like that fudge baker fudgekins yeah but fu- yeah but you, then you have to put your last name on it <laughs> yeah, exactly. fudge baker fudgekins johnson my yep that's my Junior. last name Junior. yes <laughs> Bark Bark Bow Wow Webster (laughs) Where are you applesauce Um, So no My children will not be picking the dog's name I will pick the dog's name His name is Eddie Ruff Ruff (laughs) Oh that's good Yeah Okay so, um, hello, everybody. This is the Radcast. Hi. Um, I hope you enjoyed uh, last episode, that two-parter with uh, Tyler Strickland. Um, we got another two-parter on deck after this week. But this week, we're going to be talking about the year 1999. Uh, so, we're kind of in the middle of 1999 middle of 2000. (laughs) Oh boy. We're in the middle of 2019 right now. And we want to kind of give like a retrospective of, you know, 20 years ago, 1999, uh, to kind of set it up myself and Matt 1999, pretty much we were seven, eight years old, eight at the end of the year or whatever, after August and just really growing into, knowing nostalgically like are the surroundings the things around us and really starting to feel nostalgia for things and like fondly remember things and this is part of um a series that we're going to do on the radcast Mm -hmm. uh and we'll probably do other decades later on down the road kind of gauge how this goes but picking the 90s specifically because that's our favorite decade um. So what we're gonna do every you know few episodes or whatever or we're gonna do a series kind of dissecting each deck or each year of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, just starting at ninety nine and going backwards yeah. until we get to nineteen ninety. Yeah. Obviously. So it's uh, it's it's appropriate that we're gonna start off this with the 20 year anniversary of 1999, pretty much. So today on today's episode, we're just going to talk and mention, you know, movies, um, Music releases with mm-hmm. albums or songs, television Probably touchstones. Probably go through and rank our favorites of yeah, these things. You know, like, f- top five favorite celebrity deaths of 1999. Yeah, exactly. You Joe know, DiMaggio is number one. In memoriam. Just while like, they show yeah. the celebrity deaths or whatever. Yeah. And maybe some news events and some sports. Or, sure. But we're going to kind of run the gamut and cover a lot of stuff that happened in 1999. Um, before that, so this is this episode is going to be coming out on monday the 13th so yesterday if we're in monday right now yesterday was mother's day so we i i don't know why we always have trouble sorry mom coming up with ideas and our but our older brother usually comes through in the clutch and is like hey I'm setting this up, you know, uh, do you guys have any ideas or contribute, you know, X amount to mom's gift or whatever well, stuff like and, mother's day and father's day literally just springs up on you. Yeah. Like you're during the week and you're at work and someone mentions it and you're like, when's father's day? Yeah. That's this weekend. When's Holy Mother's smokes. day. That's this weekend. That's so. tomorrow. Right. Oh my exactly. goodness. But now like we're, we're, we're on the ball. We're on the ball for the most part. Our older brother, um, had this idea while we were thinking of gifts, gifts for our mom. Uh, and I don't know if any of you out there remember doing this in elementary school. We sure remember it. Uh, it was like the prompt was uh, "I love my mom because" or yeah, "All about my, my mother because." Yeah, yeah, and and they've kind of gone through different templates, iterations. Yeah. Sort of. they, they've kind of gone through different like templates and iterations and looks as years go by, but the same basic premises I the prompt it, it prompts you to say like I love my mom because and then you give something nice and tender you're talking about your mom yeah. or like my mom likes this and that there's dah, dah. usually wor- there's some word association like I love my mom because she wants blank because yeah. she wonders blank yeah you know? exactly and you're it, it gives you a chance to be sentimental so our older brother was like well let's all print out a template of that and kind of be silly with it but you know at the end of it be Have sentimental sentiment. yeah so uh, this is, uh, Friday kind of going into Saturday cause we're recording late and I printed mine out and filled mine out today and Matt fill out his. Yeah. So by the, by the time this drops, our mom will have these, but for yeah. right now, sort of, it's like retroactive sort of, so this is like, I feel like I'm time traveling right now. Yeah. Right now we're going to read you the answers that she's going to see on Sunday and you're going to hear them on Monday. But we're reading them to you before she sees them on Sun yeah on, on <laughs> Friday turning yeah. into Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Whatever. My, my head is exploding. Anyway, we're gonna give you yeah. our uh some of our answers. So, so Steve, if you want to go so first. So mine was uh I printed out one and I just Google image search like I love my mom because and the template it gave me was it's all about my mom. So uh, do you want me to just read everything on here and then you can read yeah. everything Yeah, You read one and I'll read okay. one. Okay. So uh, the first one was, my mom's name is, and all I put was, hmm. <laughs> so off to a good start. Yeah. Um, I love my mom because, and this prompt is, she wants, and I said, my phone money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she always, she's always hounding us for that phone money. Yeah, she, exactly. Uh, so my mom's favorite color is gunmetal gray. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. She always talks about how she wants flowers in gunmetal gray. Yeah, I I didn't know they made them, but apparently they have them. I well, like love spray paint them. Right, I love my mom because she sees red when she doesn't get my phone money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, two phone monies. My mom's favorite song is "Loving a Battlefield" by Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Benatar. Yeah, course. Pat Ben. Yeah, she opened up for. What was the name of the song again? Loving a battlefield. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. About the love of a battlefield. Yeah, the loving a battlefield. She's a history nut. <laughs> uh, I love my mom because she hears us. She hears us make poop and fart noises. <laughs> That's very nice. That's right. <laughs> yeah. My mom's favorite food is crab rangoon. <laughs> she won't shut up about it. Yeah, he say exactly. I I have no like I have no clue what my mom's favorite food is. No, it's crab rangoon. Oh, it, it, well, it's cra- she's a crab rangooner. Yeah, that's what they call themselves. Annoyingly, <laughs> and Gooners. they have festivals every summer. Craver <laughs> like and Gooners. It sounds festivals. like a disgusting. The traveling festival. Gooners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I love my mom because she wonders if I have Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> On my, more than one occasion, I've been a, a bit um, wild, and she's like, "Matthew, do you have Tourette's?" I'm Like, I don't know. Do I? Yeah, exactly. I've never been tested for anything. My favorite food that my mom makes is Welch's grape juice. <laughs> Uh, I love my mom because she pretends I don't use spicy language. (laughs) Ooh, she's fooling herself there. Mm -hmm. My mom loves to roller skate. (laughs) (laughs) Never seen her even lace up a pair of roller skates. (laughs) Um, I'm going to skip this one. That's a little personal. Yeah, Uh, man, damn it. I'm going to have to skip one too. (laughs) Damn, it's the best one too. Uh, Uh, yeah mine probably is too. Uh, um damn it. Uh all right, anyway. I love my mom because she touches the volume button because she's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh, uh the fa- my favorite thing about my mom is she's a real ham and egger <laughs> Of course, real blue collar gal. Yeah, she says <laughs> <It's laughs> salt of the earth. <laughs> those are all my. Besides the one that I'm not going to mention, uh, those are all my silly ones. The rest are actually pretty sentimental. Uh, my, my and I don't want you going my, thinking I'm a sentimental well, guy. So. Yeah, i I I need to write out my sentimental one, and uh, I will get sentimental. But the my last one is I love my mom because she named my brother Matt. Oh, that's sweet. That's so. I've brought you into it too. Thank you, Stephen. Yeah, no problem. So, um, kind of a, a hard turn here. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, to our friends and listeners who maybe um, through an unfortunate circumstance, just through life, if you mm. if you don't have a mother, yeah. just know that we love you. There's, there are people out there who love you and. Um, we hope that you had a good day anyway. We're going to take a break uh, real quick here. When we come back, we're going to dive into Anything and Everything
1: 1999. No more Mr. Kimblev to go to the bathroom. Nothing. We
0: now return.
1: There is no bathroom.
0: To the Radcast.
1: Stop whining.
0: Pula beulah Beula. ferris beulah oh you know i saw a commercial with Lindsay lohan um like today yeah and she's looking like i guess as good as she can but like at least she's not getting in to trouble and doing hood rat things with her friends guess not. um so it just stay out of trouble okay Lindsay? please the world misses you please right, we don't need, hang out with any more me we girls. need her be fully loaded too Please. We need Herbie fully, even more fully loaded. Herbie needs to come back. Please. Herbie needs a new pair of shoes. (laughs) That's (laughs) that's Herbie throwing dice. Herbie goes to Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) He's anthropomorphized and he's like... Nobody notices. It's like when the Muppets and herbie has got human. craps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what stays in, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, baby. That movie did not come out in
1: 1999.
0: though. No, it didn't. Uh, uh, but yeah, the, a lot of other movies did. Uh, so very a lot. There is a lot of other movies that came out. <laughs> so this is this episode is a retrospective of 1999, if you haven't noticed already. Um, so that is going to be all encompassing. So Matt, you dropped movies in there. Yeah. We're gonna start. With movies and yeah, movies in 1999, dude. I think I know it's probably fitting to talk about like night what 1999 meant to me. But I think as we go through some of these things, we'll That's just, just bring gonna up, come out Yeah, exactly. This isn't like a history of 1999 or anything. Um, but let's just <laughs> the history of 1999. <laughs> yes, exactly. So tonight we're gonna party like it's 1999. So movies wise, in like n- no particular order at all, we're just gonna start rattling off some movies and if you know them shout it out we won't hear you but uh we'll we'll kind of give some of our memories with stuff so 1999 as far as movies go drew barrymore classic never, been kissed, Kitt, never, never been, been kissed never been kissed which yeah. is it's 99 it's some really underrated movies some too. great movies yeah, sort so, of in that genre yeah, you of, know, of of sort of that teen you know I guess like teen movies, yeah, teen movies. So like ninety nine, two thousand, even two thousand one, kind of like was the teen the, dramas, that, like that, comedy. Yeah, and like stuff. three years of, you know, sometimes you forget, you know, was this in ninety nine or two thousand? But it's just the like the the teen comedy slash yeah. teen drama, the the teen movies or whatever. So never ten been, things I hate about you. Ten things I hate about you, which I remember, uh, Samantha, our older sister, she showed us that movie, um, and I remember thinking. It's like, geez, I don't think of I've know of any cooler people. Like I, I, I want to be This is it was my image of high school growing up exactly like everyone looks like this, it's kinda like this. And it wasn't really like that, but yeah. Oh you well. Know, Heath Ledger, I wanted to be friends with Heath Ledger. Yeah. Um even before like I knew I'd have self confidence problems, I could uh relate to Joseph Gordon Levitt. Um Julius Stiles was like the cute mm-hmm like edgy girl that i was like oh alex hello. Mack from Al- the secret yeah. world of alex Mack exactly um letters from cleo was they the, were they, they, they had some band songs um, in there start speaking of letters from cleo they did a so- they did a song on the soundtrack for the phantom menace <laughs> yeah, i remember <laughs> i remember that Darth Maul Menace. Darth Maul. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and a and a and a and um, you have a so funny, much hope yeah exactly oh my god okay, okay so, so. so if I guess Phantom Menace was uh, the first Star Wars movie since Return of the Jedi in 1983 so we're sitting on like a 15-16 peri- year yeah. period where there weren't Star Wars movies so it had a ton of hype and well, as kids we were excited yeah, for well, it and it was going to tackle all the events before A New Hope so yeah. we're getting to see we knew about Anakin Skywalker but we're essentially going to be seeing Darth Vader being built from the ground up mm-hmm. and all that led to that and young obi-wan kenobi and stuff like that so there was a lot of like hype built around it and when you first go see it like at the time especially people were like oh it's the best it's it's amazing it's great the visuals are great and then as you watch it more it's just like it's It's bad not that good darth maul is the coolest part right um but when we saw it we saw it in nashville Mm -hmm. and I think this is the only time a movie's ever had to be turned down because <laughs> I had I had ear infections growing up, like I had like issues with that. Mm-hmm. And when we went and saw it, the movie was just so loud. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was like crying to my mom. I was like, "The movie's too loud," and she was like pissed, and she like get, get at me for 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 <laughs> for, for I'm like missing the movie. for whining and so and so like and so she like we went out to the lobby and she's like, "Can you turn the movie down?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah." Okay (laughs) So like We went And didn't you say You saw like a large volume I swear to God My memory is really good Um, But I I, But it could be failing me here I swear I saw a giant volume bar (laughs) Come across the screen And it went down like two notches And I know for me It wasn't bothering me but I was like, I knew, I was like, this doesn't make much of a difference. Right, But exactly. I guess you stopped crying about it. You, yeah. it. It caused you to cry for different reasons. Yeah, exactly. Jar Jar Banks. Jar Jar Banks. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phantom Menace had really cool toys. I it still did. I still will say that, even though like as I got older and I realized how much this movie's not that good, mm-hmm. the toys were really good. Yeah, I, I, I the, the toys were a massively hot seller, and I mm-hmm. remember having a couple of them, but Uncle Scott had, like, all of them. And yeah. I th- thought it was, like, really cool because they were, like, instantly collectibles because mm-hmm. you slap anything with the Star Wars, yeah like, name Especially on it. Especially this movie is the first one since 83. Exactly. Like, you would have the toy, and they had these little... Uh, these little plastic pieces they'd stand on that had the the character's face faces on, on it. there. Yeah. So I thought I was I was one of Darth Maul. Andrew had a Darth Maul and I thought it was awesome. I had Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yep. Which it wasn't. I think even, I had Qui-Gon Jinn at some yeah, point. Yeah. It was Padwan Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um and then everyone uh Saving Private Ryan, Saving Private which was Ryan. about a um soldier who was converted to christianity on the foxhole right exactly so it's saving private ryan yeah it's from the perspective of god exactly (laughs) also screw shakespeare and love i say that because shakespeare and love won the best picture that year it beat out Saving private ryan and the other night i was watching the ending of saving private ryan like almost weeping and being like man Screw Shakespeare and Love. That movie was effing terrible, and it only it just it just got a gimme for whatever reason. Saving Private Ryan should have won the Academy Award. Yeah, it's crazy to think back and realize this didn't win. Mm-hmm. Um, Tarzan, another movie in which my mom yelled at me for complaining. Yeah, for uh, a different reason. Yeah, she was treating us to a movie, and she's like, "We're gonna go see Tarzan," and I didn't want to see Tarzan. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I didn't have any particular interest. She got mad at me for mm-hmm. being ungrateful, which yep. rightfully so. And then I went and I loved it's it. It's fantastic. And the soundtrack is one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time. Exactly. It's probably my second favorite Disney movie of all time. That's mm-hmm. another movie like I get really choked up watching. it. Yeah. And plus, the animation. like Because tar- in the movie, yeah. Tarzan is surfing those... Those tree limbs and yeah. and swinging across branches. Stuff I like heard that. Phil Collins actually did the mocap for that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. Tarzan wasn't tripping all over himself. Nope. Uh, but the like the the animation there was fantastic. Yeah. Just if you just watch how fluid his movement is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So Tarzan. Um, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Good sequel. Which uh, is a great sequel. Mystery Men. Mystery underrated Man. comedy. Criminally underrated comedy. Uh, Toy Story 2, another great sequel. Muppets in Space. Muppets in Space. Not up to par with the other Muppet movies that came before it. The first time they did a Muppet movie and they didn't have original music in there, they used it like an old disco soundtrack in that one. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, not a. It bad has its movie. moments. Like yeah. it's uh, one thing I remember with that is it's the only time I ever ate at a at a Big Boy restaurant, which I don't think exists anymore. It's, yeah, it's a it was a burger restaurant, especially yeah. in the fifties, all through like the early 2000s. Google it. Yeah, exactly. Like Bob's Big Boy. It's like we yeah. ate at a Big Boy and rented Muppets in Space. Yeah. so I remember that. Um, the Mummy, which is another. The Mummy. The people Great sl- movie. People sleep on the Mummy. The Mummy is. It, first of all, it's awesome. The special effects are a little dated, but you know they what? are. It's, they're still fine. It's a fun story. Yeah. Brendan Fraser is a strong lead. 99 was the year of Brendan Fraser. 99 was... Brendan Fraser was 1999's It Boy. Exactly. he did The Mummy and he did Dudley Do-Right. And Blast from the Past. And he did do Blast from yeah. the Past. Yeah. Blast That's from the Past, which is another underrated movie. Yeah. Um, October Sky. What's that about? October Sky is Jake Gyllenhaal plays a teenager who... This is the nineteen 1940- Forties, 1950s 1950s uh anyway he lives in a mining town and he doesn't want to work in the mines, so he starts farting around with rockets oh so yeah he's like, i don't want to work down in the mines dad I'm gonna, I'm gonna send a rocket into space i'm gonna send a rocket up my ass <laughs> and then <laughs> laura dern's in and he plays he plays his teacher yeah and it she doesn't... gets she dies at the end <laughs> oops <laughs> <got a> stray <laughs> rocket <laughs> Flies through her hospital room. She you know, he's like doing laundry, and she's like, "I mm, hope no dinosaurs come and get me." That was me. the that was the movie where he's like, "I just lit a rocket, rockets explode, it's a rocket into space." And then like it went well, straight, like yeah. it's like in a cartoon, flew up her ass and started flying her away, and she got <laughs> that try- was fly away <laughs> and home. She, she got caught in some power lines. <laughs> Why don't you go back To Jurassic Park Yeah exactly um, um, baby, The Sixth Sense th- Never seen it The Sixth Sense Not interested Yeah um, Already who, know the twist That's uh, the um, uh, I See Dead People that, yeah. That's the I See Dead People movie ICP uh, ICP <laughs> <laughs> Yeah ICP's in that movie I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather watch An insane clown posse He's Documentary This like, I Yes I see Yeah
1: B. Like oh! no
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then bruce willis is drinking fago <laughs> <laughs> baby geniuses great john, movie steve gutenberg john voight tour de force uh, um, uh was it she's t- all that no it wasn't that christopher lloyd and then john voight was in the second one i can't believe we're disputing i don't the baby remember. Geniuses and I, I don't kathleen care turner was in it kathleen yeah. 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 turner yeah was in it um she wasn't romancing any stones no, in that movie exactly no she didn't have the stones um she's, she's all that, that. Yeah. basically you know falling in line with the team, the team it's yeah. falling in line with like the and this was done beforehand you take a beautiful person because mm-hmm. rachel lay cook is yeah you know a beautiful woman yeah. but it's like oh she's an outcast she's interested in art exactly. and she wears glasses so yeah. automatically she's ugly she's weird it's like come on yeah um on. and like she's all that i think, cause I, I I was researching a lot of these, and I was like, oh, "Really, like that? Da, 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 and that and that was two thousand and blah blah blah." Because um, like ni- again, ninety nine into two thousand, there's just just the there's, it's, it, there's an, an overlap an influx of yeah. all these teen movies. Uh, Big Daddy, Drop Big Daddy. Dead Gorgeous. That's an that's an underrated movie. That's that, a that's that, a really fun one. That that's a fun like I feel like the ending they probably
1: refilmed,
0: but yeah, because it's just kind of shoehorned. Yeah. But that's another like kind of that's a dark comedy. Yeah, uh, American Pie. American Pie kind of brought back the teen like because there was like the teen dramas Yeah. And, like drama comedies like yeah. with your she's all that and ten things I hate about you, and then there was the teen like sex comedies like it, American sort Pie of like was, from the eighties. American Pie was kind of like. Porkies or Fatch Time yeah. at Ridgemont High. Right. Yeah. Um, um Zapped. Zapped Yeah. Beach exact, Resort. Uh Runaway Bride. Which Dixie Chicks were on that soundtrack. Um, that's where I first heard the song Man Eater Hall & Oats. Yeah. I will still you can attest to this, I will still be like, It was you. Like uh it I Show Me the way you like it's it's a song it's a song from the soundtrack because yeah. mom listened to the soundtrack all the yeah. time that's a, like that's all i remember so if anybody knows right. the name of that song uh deuce bigelow boost gigolo male gigolo deuce bigelow I, I did that was an accident i didn't mean to mispronounce it but it's actually funnier that way yeah, deuce i think they just bigelow rhymes with gigolo so <laughs> i think plus it's a rob schneider led movie uh fight club which is yeah. that that became kind of a touchstone in pop culture. Green like Mile. Green Mile. Dogma. Dogma. Which actually, for a little bit, I was listening to an interview with Kevin Smith today. He was talking about his run on Daredevil. Mm-hmm. And at the time he wrote it, he had just done Dogma. Yeah. And people in, in the movie business were actually seeing him as like like a legit heavy hitter filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he's got, you know, it this this movie has a message and like he's got something to say and stuff like that. And he was just like, was like, <laughs> he's like nowadays if you t- if you tell someone oh kevin smith wrote a comic like the guy that that directed tusk yeah and it was funny that just at this point he was making kind of profound movies universally yeah and obviously if you're a kevin smith fan you find something in all of his movies that's mm-hmm. profound because you know he's he's an articulate verbose he's like a heavy he's a thinker. Smart guy. yeah he's a smart guy um, but anyway, Dogma, Galaxy uh, Quest. Yeah. Pokemon. Pokemon. Movie. There was a Pokemon movie came out in 1999. I think that came out in 2000. I think, okay. Pokemon cause, hit cause like Pokemon itself came out. Came to America in like 98, 98 like It's that. like ninety. We did a yeah. proper general. We did an episode yeah, on it. And exactly. I can't. I can't. It was like 97 98 99 Was at its apex. Yeah, like it was massively yeah. popular. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah, The Matrix. The Matrix. Those are yeah. some of the biggest movies in the nineties. Yeah. Do you have a favorite out of all of those? Um, that's so tough. I made. I made kind of a, an all over the place kind of top five. Mm-hmm. So in no particular order. Tarzan yeah. is in there. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Of course. The Mummy. I love The Mummy. That's that's such a great watch. Mm-hmm. That is. It's just it's better. Th- I, I like the first one the best. Yeah, which is funny because I used to love the second one the best. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, The Mummy is great. Uh, Mystery Men. Of course. It's been a little bit since we've watched it. We used to watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I if I had to pick another one, this is, I'd probably never been kissed. There's okay. just something about never yeah. been kissed. That's a great it's just, one. it's because you can so easily make a teen movie like and I don't, it has teens in it but it's centered around Drew Barrymore who is yeah. who is an adult who's posing as a teen to yeah. get a newspaper story. It's it's so, it, it will it, it'll be put in the same vein as right. those movies. I think it had a level of maturity because she was an adult in it, it had but a, like the aesthetic was, of it it yeah. was very, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, I know like three other movies that look like this. Yeah, exactly. So like it it had, it had a, the, the when it was funny, it was like the comedy, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when it had to be serious and be endearing, it was good at that yeah. too. So I'd say kind of in that, no particular order. Yeah, Absolute favorite, probably Tarzan from yeah. the decade, from 99. And so jumping from movies where, how about, there's going to be two elements to the music portion. There's going right. to be songs, and there's going to be albums. Because mm-hmm. there are songs that were singles and that were bangers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I didn't necessarily listen to the album that it came right. from. Right. So, uh, album. we'll start with albums. And uh, I guess we should have said this at the top. This is not, like, comprehensive or no, universal for the most part of, like, what was big in 99. So, like, we're not going to be talking glowingly. Of like Fan Mill by TLC, like that had like no scrubs on there and like, um, and unpretty or yeah, unpretty on there. Very encouraging song, yeah. I listened to it yesterday, yeah. So it's it has good stuff. It's from our to, perspective. Exa- it's, this is from it's our just, perspective. It's a high so, level look at 1999 and what happened. Yeah, exactly. So, Clarity, Jimmy Eat World, classic, which had you know I'd say three quarters of that album to me is like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Fan Mail by TLC, TLC Slim, Slim Shady, Shady LP, the Eminem was blowing like <coughs> the start of Eminem. Yeah. So, Strange Behavior by Duran Duran, mm-hmm. and I only I really only put that one on there because uh, it has a song uh, coming undone. Yeah. yeah. They had a hit. They had a hit in three different decades. Yeah. It, I mean, there's not a lot of bands that can lay claim to that. Mm. Karma by Rick Springfield. Karma by Rick Springfield. Because um, the, the reason that sticks out to me is it has a song, It's Always Something, on there, which is yeah. uh, that's I remember that from my childhood. Yeah. But that was his first album um, pretty much in the 90s. Um, it, he hadn't yeah. put an album out since like 1988. Mm-hmm. And I remember Mom. Listening to it all the time. Yeah. Uh, Point number number one one by Chevelle, the first Chevelle record. Exactly. Uh, Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. Remember that one very fondly. (laughs) Just for the song "Larger Than Life." Uh huh. remember thinking that was like the most bumping tune. Probably the most bumpin' tune of '99. Oh yeah, you you can make a make a case for Enema of the State. If we're talking just singles. Yeah, Enema of the State, Blink Blink 182, Californication, Red Red Hot Hot Chili Chili Peppers, peppers. Uh, Euphoria by Def Leppard, which had. Promises, which yeah. is a criminally underrated Def Leppard song on there. Um, Everything You Want by Vertical Horizon, which Samantha listened the to all the songs. Significant Other by Limp Bizkit. They Oh, yeah. We had, what was it? Nookie. Was Nookie on there? Or was that Hot Dog Flavored Water? I know My Way was on there, I think, which is actually- Keep talking. Let me look it yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. My Way is actually like as crappy as Limp Biscuit is like here's the what? thing the worst part about limp biscuit was fred durst yeah and everybody then maybe else... his dj or whatever but yeah. everyone else was or accomplished musician exactly exactly but like my way was actually a pretty good song but significant other limp biscuit um running with scissors by weird al i couldn't mm-hmm. tell you what songs were on there but i remember being in a sam goody I was just about to say that i seeing remember the seeing the cover. that cover yeah in sam goody um Let's see. Uh, Tonight, the stars revolt. by Power Man Five Thousand. What? I couldn't. I don't. I listened to the first song on that album. Um, yes. So, significant other was Nookie. Break stuff. And then those are the only ones that I know. Okay. So my <laughs> so my way wasn't on there. Never mind. Uh, no, you'd have to you'd have to wait another year for the true classic, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog. That Cat one. Runner. Yeah. 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 That was one my way. My way. Rolling. Uh, living it up oh. underrated good gym song uh, take a look around from the mission impossible mm-hmm. 2 soundtrack anyway that's that's 2000 yeah so speaking of things being like underrated and overlooked title of the record by the band filter is probably my yeah. second favorite album of 1999 and is an underrated 90s yeah album well, I, I agree if, if you like alternative rock from the 90s and especially if you're a nine inch nails fan like there there's some earmarks of like nine inch nails in here yeah. not as like heavy on the industrial stuff and not as like morose as nine inch nails but still like really cool yeah. album um happiness is not a fish you can catch our lady Peace, another Ooh, alternative another alternative. very underrated exactly yeah. alternative their their biggest album was clumsy from yeah. 1997, but this was a great follow-up. Their lead singer had a very distinct falsetto. Yeah, that you listen to, and you're like, "This is great," but you know it's probably not good live. It's not good life. <laughs> um, just, like just, I think, just saying. Uh, Dave Little, who we're gonna be talking to, who we're gonna be our, sitting friend, down, Dave, our yeah. friend Dave. Our uh, friend Dave, we're gonna be sitting down with pretty soon here. Um, he's seen them at like uh, we have a, a festival called Point Fest here yeah, in St. Louis, one of seven point, Yeah, um, which we heard. A lot of the songs and albums we're talking mm-hmm. about, the especially the alternative stuff, we heard on the point for the first time. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Our Lady Peace is not good live. Great. They have a live album they released in like '03, and yeah. they don't sound good." In- but Inside Once Out by John Mayer, yeah, his like his so kind of his coming not, coming exploded. onto the scene. Yeah, S and M by Metallica, yeah. which, Human Clay, Human Clay if uh, we could dial it back to S&M by yeah. Metallica. Um, that's the first Metallica album we ever owned. Um, first Metallica like DVD and it's just, it's a metal band playing with an orchestra mm-hmm. and it meshed so well and they're going to be doing that again because they're celebrating the 20th yeah. anniversary mm-hmm. of that. So going back to Human, Human Clay. Human Clay. Human Clay by Creed. Can you take me higher? Yeah, exactly. As I much- have a question for you. Yes. Can you take me higher? and with creed can uh, you have with arms wide open yes um uh, with creed uh as much are as are you ready was it, that on there are you ready uh are you ready i hey. think so what was the song from scream 3 um oh no scream 2 and it was what if wasn't that scream 3 what if? what if was it i don't know i don't know what and i feel like what if was on um weathered human clay was it yep okay let's get Our, brandon up here He'll yeah probably know. exactly um but uh creed as much as we love to crap on creed like that I, album was a big part of my childhood the, that and yeah. weathered like that was my first yeah. like the first like heavy rock music i ever like mm-hmm. super got into but uh, lost and gone forever by guster yeah the uh, best album of 1999 make, make yourself, yourself by incubus. incubus yep they're coming to town they're they're going on tour um, celebrating celebrating in 20th, celebrating 20th anniversary. we're going baby Yep So that is that yeah, I doubt if you were to ask me my What I thought for me Was the best album 99 it's, Make without Yourself question. Incubus yeah. Battle of Los Angeles Rage Against the Machines There's Nothing Left to Lose By the Foo, Foo Fighters Another, Another great album. album Early Days The Best of Led Zeppelin uh, Which was my first exposure To like mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin Was yeah. listening Borrowing Early Days um, Volume 1 Led Zeppelin Greatest Hits From a Friend And like listening to that a lot uh, sound system by 311. Yeah, um, the Tarzan soundtrack you mentioned earlier, which is a a, a gem. It's an it, the mix yeah. of the Phil Collins original stuff and uh, the 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 score is just it's awesome. It, yeah, you almost can't. Be, I think Purple Rain's the only thing that can beat it. Um, uh, the Rosie O'Donnell Christmas album, big part. Yeah, bit, like big part, part of Christmas for years after that. Exactly. Rosie but, just has a bunch of guest stars. Back when yeah. Rosie O'Donnell. For any of you listening, who don't remember this or this is crazy. Rosie O'Donnell used to be huge in the late she 90s. She was like an institution. I mean, well, she's always like, been huge. Yeah. But I mean, like her, her star was. From like big, 96 yeah. to like 2000, 2001, she had yeah. a talk show that was like the number one talk show. Yeah. And so um, she had like. In the morning. She would get like a lot of guests on this Christmas album. They're just having fun on on Christmas songs. And, you know, she had NSYNC. She had Elmo, mm-hmm. Trisha Yearwood, Cher. Yeah. And once I even though I'll, every now and then I'll go back and listen to some stuff from here. And it just reminds me of like being in our old Dodge Voyager or mom's yeah. Dodge, like that blue Dodge Voyager, uh, driving to like the mall and like, or leaving from the mall and like hearing Rosie O'Donnell sing with Elmo and mm-hmm. like, just like Christmas time, like going to the mall at Christmas time, like oh, Christmas the weather shopping outside so. is Kooshball ball <laughs> <laughs> and Elmo's got a Koosh ball. <laughs>
1: She used to shoot Koosh balls yeah. in our audience. Koosh ball, if you uh,
0: remember what a Koosh ball yeah. is. So those are some of like the albums that I kind of like. There were some were great. Notable. There were some great singles in 1999. Oh yeah, and we're missing a crap ton of albums. Oh, there's so much more music there, that came th- out. The problem is with a lot of the stuff we're missing so much. So but yeah, films. but it's it's fine. Um, <coughs> Candy by Mandy Moore, great song. Great song. Um, I want it that way by Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's live Lavita la vida loca but your phone corrected it to live in cavuda loca so <laughs> <laughs> I just kept it live in cavuda loca uh, that was that like that was kind of the latin explosion cuz like Ricky yeah, Mark Martin Anthony, was huge, and Mark Anthony Ricky Mark uh Jennifer Lopez Jennifer Lopez uh, became huge like as an artist in 1999. Yeah. Mm-hmm. uh Genie a bottle Christina Aguilara. Yeah. not uh, not part of the latin explosion right no but... yeah just kind of a uh, Christina Aguilera, because she hopped on with like when Britney Spears became yeah. big and Jessica Simpson. Um, every morning by Sugar Ray, they hit, they like they hit their stride. Coming on a hoe and a coming on home. Yeah, you that part of that song is like oh, coming right. on a hoe and a coming on. My I, home. Well, I remember the, every morning. Dabu yeah, dabu, dabu, and then during dabu. the bridge, you're like, uh, uh, and then the other guy's oh, like coming yeah. on baby and I coming on. home. Oh yeah, it's coming on. Yeah. Uh, no scrubs Scrubs by TLC, TLC. classic. Yeah, uh, on pretty by TLC, Mm -hmm. crazy by Britney Spears. That oh my gosh! So I've got now four. Now that's what I call music four, and that's what I call music five. And so like, as soon as like that song just starts in with like Mm -hmm. the beat or whatever, um, you crank it. Yeah. Like, and I remember when that song came out in '99. And not wanting to admit that I liked Britney Spears, right. or at least I liked the song, right? Um, and now it's like I don't, even I don't, care. I don't I care. I like what, what you I think. like. Yeah. Um, so Eiffel 65, Blue. I hate that, that obnoxious song. I song remember when I was a kid, I was like, okay, whatever. Like mm-hmm. that's, yeah, like that's cool. Whatever. A kid performed it at the talent yeah. show. Um, everyone's favorite meme and everyone's favorite YouTube remix subject: All Star by Smash, Smash Mouth. Yeah. Uh I used I thought that I remember a kid doing that at the talent show in elementary school, probably in ninety nine or two thousand. I thought he was so cool. I was like, This song is awesome. This Mm -hmm. is rock and roll. Yeah. Uh that's damn rock and roll. Yeah, Um, exactly. uh, Um that's damn rock and roll. Uh my name is Eminem from Eminem His Coming Out Party. S clubs S club party S club S clubs Ass club, party, ass club S seven, clubs, ass, club seven. ass club. You don't want if you don't want someone breaking into your ass. Get the ass club. Exactly, it's just a big metal bar you put along your ass. Yeah, it's like it's like the club yeah, that you put so people around don't break the steering wheel. Yeah. it's uncomfortable to sit on, but at least nobody's getting in your ass. Of course not. Uh, Mambo number five. This is Mambo number five. A little bit of the leaves on the blue, a little bit of on my plate. Yeah. A little bit of memories on your plate, <laughs> a little bit of memories <laughs> in my brain. Larger <laughs> than life, larger than life. Backstreet Boys, smooth. smooth. Dun, that was on. Dun. Just listened to that a couple hours ago. That was exactly. on at Buffalo Wild Wings. Exactly. Um, I remember Mom had that album. She listened to it all the time. That was that was like the resurgence of Santana. Yeah, exactly steal my sunshine by the band Lynn, which yeah. if you hear it, that I was lying on the back on yeah. the Sunday morning. If you steal my sunshine, no, you don't just yeah. for me. Like that, steal my sunshine. like that, that kind of, that takes me back to like being oh yeah. at the mall in the late nineties. Yep. Uh, she's so high. Tell Bachman, yeah. tell Bachman turn her over back at one. That Brian time. McKnight. One, make a dream come true. Um, so Anxious true. by Genuine. Genuine uh, is genuine. I knew I lived you. A Savage Garden. Garden. I knew I loved you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Savage Garden. <laughs> um, Your phone corrected. It. Yeah. yeah Can't Heat by Jamiroquai, yeah, which the, people know from Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. It's the a song he dances to Napoleon Summer Dynamite. Girls by LFO. That is where uh, the lead singer just names things. Yeah. He's like, like this isn't Alex a song. King King. You're yeah, like, fam. Uh, Michael J Fox played Alex P Keaton. It's like I like girls who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Take a yeah. half a hat, one wish. And then at some at one point he's just naming things. Yeah, he just he's just it's like he just, literally he's just giving he, pop culture references. He has a list of things and he's just reading that list. And Chinese food makes me sick. Exactly. And angel <laughs> of mine Monica uh, believe. Which is the f- that's the first uh, song I ever heard, like auto tune on. <laughs> it's like, you believe in love. Oh, of I thought you were talking about Angel of Mine. No, 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 okay. but it's like, uh, it's like, Free Fall. it was like, Yeah, I remember that. Free Fall. Put that into Shazam. They'll know what it is. Kiss Me by Sixpence None the Richer. I love that song. Yeah, another one hit wonder. Or wait. No, I'm thinking of a different song. I don't like that song. Yeah, but uh, kiss me. I know the under song. Under the milky twilight. Ew. Um, it was in <laughs> that She's just all sounds that. gross. I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. As 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 if you didn't notice, I don't know if any of these lyrics are correct. The mumbling isn't correct. <laughs> I'm mumbling the melody to something which aren't the lyrics. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Slide. By Goo Goo Dolls. That was uh, not. That was 1998. Well, your list is wrong. It's not me. It's Google. The Google list was wrong. I think I looked up the the Billboard hits of 1999, so it's just anything that would have been on the Billboard Top 100 in 1999. So there's a lot of stuff that was released in 1998. I'm blaming you. I've looked like an ass twice, and it's your fault. Well— you don't need my help to look like an ass. No, I don't. Uh, that don't impress me much.
1: Yes, Shania Twang. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow, uh, wow. I feel like a woman. Shania Twang. That was one of the songs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, the hardest thing by 98 Degrees. Yeah. My own worst enemy by Lit. Yeah. One which, of the most recognizable guitar, like th- opening guitar, which riffs. is a song that you're like, is this blink 182? It's like, no, it's no, it is Lit. lit. Um, ba what a ba. I'm going to play that at my wedding. Yep. Kid Rock. And then I Will Remember You by uh, Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> this is so misspelled. <laughs> I don't know how to spell McLaughlin. <laughs> you just, it's in the middle here, you just threw letters together. Well, I got a, I got a story about this song. So, uh, <laughs> like, I remember being, we until we were about 12 or 13, we went to Nashville every summer because our grandparents lived there. And, uh, I love Nashville. We'd spend like five days down there, five days, five, seven days. Um, and, uh, I remember our last day was a Sunday and I was standing in grandma and grandpa's room and I started crying because I, <laughs> I, I was singing, I will remember <laughs> you. You were so taken so with myself. your own singing voice. I, no, no, no. It was like I was taken by the moment of like, <laughs> it was like a reflective, uh, uh-huh. we, we have to leave and I, mi- I love oh, Nashville okay. and we miss That it. was like the first day. No, no. And I, <laughs> no, no, no. And I, I started crying because I like started singing that song. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to leave Nashville. Um, well, I want you to leave. And then the uh, the December 31st, 1999 to cap off. The Thong to, Song. The Thong Song by Cisco, which uh, helped everybody know that this whole Y2K thing is just, it's bunk and everything's going to be That's all the right. other thing. 99, at least like towards the end, a lot of that time I was probably spent wondering if the world was going to implode. Yeah, because of Y2K. Yeah um but the thong song was a nice reminder that everything was going to be all right in mm-hmm. the year 2000 yep um i'd say i think we'd be remiss before we move on to sports or anything if we didn't mention first napster which oh uh gosh. was like one of the earliest file download like music file sharing yeah file sharing websites it was like the precursor to stuff like uh LimeWire, mm-hmm. um i was about to say spotify but you don't illegally it done. was it was yeah like it it was sort wasn't. of spotify it was kind of yeah stealing music no that's exactly bit, what it was which is why lars all was like don't steal my music it, exactly And know? like metallica kind of took down napster and i remember of my te- the first that. time i remember my third grade teacher put on napster mm-hmm. like when we were doing homework or doing like schoolwork and stuff mm-hmm. um and I looking back now, not only was she putting on an illegal file-sharing website, uh, she used to put on the song Semi-Charmed Life Yeah. While we, were, um, while we were doing like schoolwork. Keep in mind, this is like second or third grade, mm-hmm. and I guess she liked the do-do-do. It's a bouncy do, do. song. Yeah, it's a bouncy song about getting high and doing meth in the bathroom. Exactly, which... It's something that some of those teachers probably did. Maybe, um, I don't know. And then the disaster that was Woodstock, 1999. Um, uh, Limp Bizkit crowd surfed on a piece of plywood. Um, Insane Clown Posse encouraged people to riot. Um, and just, they threw and? $100 bills out in the crowd and uh, were laughing as people would beat and shove one another to get the money. Um, and? And... It's all in the name of unity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So pretty much Woodstock 99 was a disaster because all the vendors had overpriced stuff. Um, They had like, uh, there was like, I don't know, 300,000 people there. And they had like 10,000 porta-potties. That's Uh, it. Yeah. Probably less. Yeah, overpriced water, overpriced food, a water fountain that had like a line like a Disney to it. Um, People sexually assaulting people, people raping people, um, fires galore, um, people crapping everywhere. I keep almost saying, yeah, the word that sounds like hit. Um, uh, but we can't, we don't say that on here just yet. Uh, but like (laughs) we don't say that on here just yet, but like Uh, people crapping all over the place, people just ironic. It it was a festival that started as a sort of a celebration of peace and love. Exactly. It was an absolute disaster area when it was done. Like it, 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 when I say it was a disaster, like Google Woodstock 1999 and it, it was terrible. Mm. Like it was a complete failure (laughs) and that's, I mean, that's all I gotta say about that. So we're going to move on to sports. Uh, Sports is something that we're going to start revving up, talking about more on uh, the radcast, but sports in the nineties was some of the best times. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As the decade drew to grew like, True to a a close, uh, the women's U.S. World Cup. I team. remember watching that. Yep. I was in timeout during that last goal. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing. Probably something a little devious, and uh-huh. Dad put me in timeout. And I remember for most of the game actually, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, I just I remember hearing the game, but my face was I was in the corner. And my face was towards the wall. Yeah. So I actually did see the winning goal, and I saw. Brianna Scurry's big save. Yep, and Brandy Chastain ripped her jersey off, and she just was wearing a sports bra, which just completely, like... The world wasn't ready for something like that yet. Exactly. Not that scandalous. Yeah, nothing scandalous like that. Um, But I think I actually got in trouble for saying something, like, inappropriate about it. Like, something inappropriate... Like seven as inappropriate, like, yeah, baby, or like something some- like like hubba hubba or something like that, like <laughs> some- something like an eight-year-old kid could yeah. say that would be considered inappropriate. Um, the star, the Dallas Stars, won the Stanley Cup on an very extreme- controversial, an extremely controversial yeah. fashion. So, if why don't you enlighten yeah. the yeah. listeners on kind of what the rule that was sure kind of so argued that was broken? It, the NHL um, <laughs> playoffs in 1999, uh, the Stanley Cup final was the Dallas Stars and the Buffalo Sabres, and it got down to game six, triple overtime. Mm-hmm. And it was a pretty intense series up to that point, a real goaltender duel with Ed Belfour for the Stars and Dominic Hoshik for the Sabres, um, essentially carrying that team. Mm-hmm. And basically going into third overtime is either the Sabres win, and they force a game seven, or the Stars win, and they win the Stanley Cup. And Brett Hall, former St. Louis Blue, mm-hmm. scored the winning goal, mm-hmm. but it looked like his skate was in the crease, which is the little blue area surrounding the goalie around mm-hmm. you know a hockey net. That's sort of the goalie's area. And at that time, there was a crease rule, um, sort of to protect goalies uh, from like major collisions stuff like that. And that's if your foot was in the crease when you scored a goal, the goal wouldn't count. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that was there was controversy surrounding that because his foot was in the crease, um, but the replay showed that his first shot bounced off a Sabres player and came back to him. And so he went in for a second shot or something. I don't, like I don't remember he, what it Pretty was, much yeah. like he, I think it was argued he had possession of the puck prior to his skate going in there. Okay. Like yeah, if, if your skate is standing right in the crease and you're right in front of the goalie yeah. and then you get the puck, the yeah. goal wouldn't count. But I think they, they saw he had possession of the puck. Right. Went in, but it just so happened his skate went in the crease. It's still kind of BS. Yeah, um, it, it's very controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people <laughs> still kind of, unless you're a Dallas Stars fan, right? And especially if you're a Buffalo Sabres fan, a lot of people kind of like wince at it when they see yeah, it. I remember sore. watching the game at the time and being like, his foot was in the crease. Yeah, and also being pissed off because it was Brett Hall and he was exactly. winning the Stanley Cup with the Stars and not the Blues. Yeah, so. That was sort of the whole controversy surrounding that. Yeah. So sticking with hockey, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest, the greatest hockey player of all, of, all of all time, retired, which caused the entire NHL to retire the number 99. Yeah, um, there's only a handful of athletes that they do that for. Jackie mm-hmm. Robinson for baseball. Um, Wayne Gretzky for hockey. And or, I think that's it. I think I don't think there's anybody else. Yeah. Uh, Serena Williams uh, wins her first Grand Slam or wins her first. is it Serena's like the super, super like famous one, right? Like Venus, I, I don't know, d- <laughs> but, but out of the Williams about. sisters, I think it's Serena. Yeah. Serena has won the most championships. Yeah. And, and also like the first one. she wins her first grand slam and I'm sure somewhere in the world, some kid was eating his first grand slam. Exactly. At Thank God for that. Uh, speaking of retiring, John Elway, famous NFL quarterback, Denver Broncos quarterback, yeah. Denver Broncos quarterback mm-hmm. retired, uh, which was nice. Cause he had been to. I think three super bowl two or three super bowls before he won his first one in 98 and then in 99 yeah. he retired So after, he five Super Bowls and he won two of them. Yeah. So, so his, prior to 98 or no prior to the win for the 97 mm-hmm. season when they played the Packers he had been to three and lost all three. Yeah. And you can make the argument that he that he would be considered the greatest quarterback of all time but it, I think it's just a, he yeah he, he's top 5 you can make an argument. And on the topic of football, something that applied to here in St. Louis mm-hmm. and eventually would be would run roughshod over the NFL is the greatest show on turf. Greatest show on St. Turf. Louis Rams. Exactly. So, like, that especially, I love that because we grew up watching that team and yeah. they were exciting. They, the 1999 football season um, led into the 2000 Super Bowl and the Rams yeah. won the Super Bowl. Which was pretty awesome, like Kurt Warner, Marshall super Bowl Fault, 34. Isaac yep. Bruce. And that ended on a that came down to the wire so another that, other, another controversial call. Yeah. that one that that one's a bit more cut and dry than that crease rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, super exciting and that would that would start a wave of dominance that the St. Louis Rams would have for you know two or three years after that and then the eventual collapse, and now they're not even in St. Louis anymore. Yeah, exactly, but they were in the Super Bowl last year. They've been a terrible Super Bowl game. Yeah. Um, again, in St. Louis sports, but it kind of spanned across the entire MLB because he was the first one to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark McGuire hit 65 home runs in 1999, the first player to ever hit um, 60. In multiple seasons, two years in a row, two yeah. years in a row, and in multiple seasons, yeah, in yeah. Which he was quickly followed by Sammy Sosa, slamming, 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 Slosa. Slosa. Um, so that, those are some of the bigger sports moments. Yeah. I mean, uh, Payne, Stewart. Did Payne Stewart, Payne Stewart, yeah, in he, golf, he, win he, the Masters, I believe so. And then he like died a couple passed months away later in a plane crash. Yeah, which um, was I remember the ESPN report on yeah. that. Um, well, I mean, Chamberlain. W- passed away yeah um We'll we'll get into more of those like in yeah kind of at the end here Uh, as far as tv goes uh some of the shows that debuted freaks and geeks one of them i mean one of the most underrated of all time yeah and i think i think it's it's i don't even know if i say underrated anymore it's getting it's it's getting it's due especially with judd apatow and the rise of people in that show but the fact that it lasted one season when you watch it you're like this is a complete injustice. This should have lasted more than one season. But then at the same time, you're like, I'm kind of glad it lasted one season because yeah. without running the risk of like doing more seasons and just ruining it. Right. Um, Futurama debuted. That started. Yeah. You know, Matt Groening's other super long-running, mm-hmm. you know, animated yeah. show. I didn't. I didn't put this on here because I don't like the show at all. But Family Guy yeah. debuted. Yeah. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? We watched Used that watch every, that every the Sunday. Time. Um, the West Wing. Mm-hmm. Um, never, never seen an episode, but it's a pretty seminal. Aaron drama. Sorkin, yeah, is known for his his well written dramas. Yeah. Um, SpongeBob, which did pertain to us, cornerstone of exactly. our childhood. Um, WWF SmackDown, which that, that opened up a second show, exactly for, like a second weekly episodic show because they had other shows mm-hmm. um that was sort of on the same level of exposure as like monday night raw exactly like it wasn't like a you know a sunday night heat or, yeah. or it, Velocity. it was or big like because that. it was supposed to showcase the rock who was the second right. biggest name that was his show, basically. The yeah. um, and that didn't really play a part in our life in 99 but five years later i still it, remember it i remember wrestling though mm-hmm. like in elementary school yeah uh the Home Improvement finale mm-hmm. was then Classic. Uh, the Melrose Place finale, and then I remember the Norm Show. The Norm Show yeah. was in there, and then uh, on a lot of people's list this is the greatest show of all time, The Sopranos. Sopranos. Still haven't watched it, but I would still love to because I like mafia, like movies and shows and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, to kind of. We can laugh and joke and stuff like this. Uh, I'd prefer to laugh and joke on this on this yeah. show. Pokemon. Uh, Pokemon. Po- um, but to kind of dial it back a little bit, just real, real quickly, um, we're going to do kind of some of the world. Like, we'll I'm going to name a couple world events mm-hmm. just that pertain to how I, re- that they, they are connected to a memory to yeah. me um, and not even like, like a like a vague memory or whatever, but I remember kind of the impact. Um, so, like, Pokemon, yeah, um, but this is kind of a, a weird to throw in here, but, like, JFK Jr.? Yeah, I remember that. Dude, that was a huge death. Um, he was the son of John F. Kennedy, and he was kind of a, a media darling because he's this yeah. handsome guy who, like, is – just kind of accomplishing things or whatever mm-hmm. and i think people were like oh he should run for president or whatever and he died unexpectedly He's like, in a plane. no chance yeah exactly he had an accent <laughs> um but uh he kind of died unexpectedly in a plane, yeah, crash. plane crash and uh, the only reason i bring it up is because i remember like the news me the media mm-hmm. attention that got and the news around it yeah the, it was like a was people magazine a cover story so yeah. i remember that um but kind of the biggest, kind of the saddest event that happened in 99 was the Columbine mm-hmm. shooting. Yeah, and, and there have been plenty of movies and documentaries yeah. made about yeah, it. So and yeah. it's just, it's it sort of, uh, and I'm trying to be sensitive when, when putting it this way, but it sort of introduced people to the possibility of like mass school shootings, right. like these tragedies. Like it's sort of Woke. I don't want to say woke people up because it's not like it was happening and people were sleeping on it. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> this is the first time that something of this magnitude had really happened, like at a school. At a s- well, I don't want to say that because there have been other school tragedies, but in, in, in the there's just the 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 um, the partnership of the event mixed with. Now we had all this media coverage mm-hmm. and sort of the awareness that it raised, and and unfortunately, um, I wish I could say like we learned a lot from that, and now it's something that we rarely, if ever, see. But unfortunately, that's not the case, yeah. and that's that that the Columbine shootings is an event that you're still feeling the effects of. Like people yeah. are still talking about it, and it's just it's terrifying to see just this kind of evil in the world and, yeah. and two people to be so possessed by, by mental illness really and, and, and sort of the feeling of being um, outcast and whatnot, nobody loving them and sort of filtering it through this yeah. means. They, they feel like the, the only way to rectify that is to kill people. And it's to go to where maybe a lot of their bullying is taking place Mm into just not it's taking victims randomly. And that's what was scary scary. is it was, they literally could go into the library and just shoot whoever they saw. And Mm -hmm. that's it. It, it is so scary to think about. It is something that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, Like as it should with anybody. Sure, Um, Even if you're, if you study it, it's something. It just doesn't sit right with me. It, mm-hmm. it, it, I can't watch too much about it, especially if it goes into detail because it just it 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 makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, and it, I I don't like it. Um, but I I do remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. I remember, I I this is something I remember very vividly. We my class was like we would all line up and all go to the bathroom. I remember there was this hallway intersection and I was in second grade and I was standing near the end of the line to go and to go to the bathroom. And uh, one of the third grade teachers walked through the hallway and I remember it because she was my third grade teacher the next mm-hmm. year. And she, I, I don't remember exactly what she said, but she's like, did you hear about what happened to, to in the school in Colorado? And I overheard her talking to my teacher saying like there's some students who went in with guns and and started shooting. And uh, I remember I went into the bathroom, like we went in like two or three at a time. Mm -hmm. And I remember like, I think thinking, you know, like, could that happen here? Yeah, and thinking that's like scary or whatever. And I I quickly like forgot about it. Um, But I, I remember that, like, I remember Mm -hmm. when that happened and like where I was when I heard that something like that happened. Um, So, it's a kind of it's a so. It's yeah. like it's like I said. It, it it sucks that it's still happening. Yeah, like exactly. usually with an experience like that, you, there were things done to, there were preventative measures taken, mm-hmm. but the fact that it's still happening means that there's more to be done. There's more things that need to be put in place to make sure that that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so and, uh, unfortunately, there's so many people. It was it, it was just such a. Yeah, yeah, it's just so many people, The some of the measures that need to be taken, there's so much pushback from yeah, other people. Um, it, it's tough to get people on the same page, and mm-hmm. you would think that the risk of school shootings and kids being in danger, especially, like, young kids, Yeah, you would think everyone would at least agree on that, but yeah. there's just other extenuating circumstances and... Um, like Steven said, it's it's uncomfortable, but it was part of the decade, and right. it was in pop culture, and it was just in global news. Mm-hmm. Um, so, along with you know the Y2K scare and stuff like that. Right. Well, and it, it's it's crazy that it was against that backdrop because hindsight, Y2K was silly. It like, was. had yeah, people like emptying out their bat are like, what are they doing? Like emptying like out try, their ba- They're trying. They're like conserving water. in their like bathtub. In or their Filling up water jugs and like thinking they're gonna have to store it because <laughs> we're gonna run out of water. So some stupid like that, but also yeah. things with gravity that are actually serious, right? Like the the Columbine shooting. um I hate that we're we're ending. Like we'll we'll come. We're gonna take a break here in a second, and we'll come back from break yeah. and lighten lighten the mood a little bit as we come to the end but we'll round out our 1999 talk with an in memoriam memoriam, um so there was a lot of notable celebrity passings and athlete passings uh just to name a few buddy rogers who was one of the biggest Mm -hmm. uh, most notable nature boy butter nature boy buddy rogers who was one of the most notable and famous one of the first wrestling superstars he was the template for the current or he was the template for guys like Ric Flair Mm -hmm. and, and superstar Billy Graham Mm -hmm. and Jesse Ventura, who then was sort of the template for Hulk Hogan. And then like, so from, so Buddy Rogers was sort of the first sports entertainer as opposed to professional wrestler. Um, Stanley Kubrick, famous director directed full metal jacket. Yep. Um, Clockwork Orange, 2001: A Space Odyssey, yeah. which I think is vastly overrated. Yep. Same. Um, and his last movie was Eyes Wide Shut, which he died like two two months after that. Yeah. Um, Dana Plato, different who, strokes. Different yeah. strokes. A uh, a tragic child star mm-hmm. story. Um, she was just a cute kid who was. She got famous doing the show Different Strokes with Gary Coleman and Todd Bridges and just fell into a life of drugs. Yeah. And I think some of her last, like her last year, she like went to prison for theft or something. It, it was tragic. Sad. I, yeah. I remember when that happened. I think she, I, didn't she, I think she like committed suicide. I think Mel so. Mel Torme, the Velvet, Velvet fog. fog. was on Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, DeForest Kelly, who was in Star Trek. Uh, George C. Scott, who he, he has one of those great voices um uh so yeah Patton. yeah uh, inherit the wind Mm -hmm. um wilt chamberlain uh sex maniac who also happened to play basketball yeah Mm -hmm. uh, slept over a thousand women um hoyt Axton, the The dad dad from from gremlins Gremlins. he had a a distinctive singing voice he was a famous singer songwriter curtis mayfield who um did a lot of just a famous funk artist yeah, 1970s very he had a very distinct tuning style on his guitar yeah, exactly too. and he a lot of the like uh there was a genre called exploitation in the yeah. 1970s mm-hmm. which uh showcased a lot of urban yeah protagonists and antagonists um a kind a of a lot of sh- like pimps and drug pushers exactly. were the protagonists yeah and like curtis mayfield did the soundtracks to a lot of those songs uh, Payne Stewart, like you said earlier, yeah. he, he died soon after he he won uh, the Masters. And Walter Payton, sweetness. Walter Payton. John um, yeah, Oh, yeah, Joe DiMaggio. Yes. Joe DiMaggio passed. Joe DiMaggio. He was old. He was super old. Joe so De like, Pat, that Joe DiPaggio Monroe to you. Exactly. Ex- he ex- took he, Marilyn Monroe's last ex- name. Exactly. And he started talking like that, too. <laughs> That's Joe DiPaggio Monroe to you. It's him at the baseball hall. <laughs> He's not even team. saying his own last name correctly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, Hoyt Axton also did the theme song for fantastic um, Mystery Science Theater B movie, Mitchell. Mitchell. Ugh. That that might be the best Mystery Science Theater two thousand episode ever, um, but yeah. So that's nineteen ninety nine, at least from our eyes. From Real our quick view. retrospective, exactly. So these episodes may get more in depth and may get longer as we get further into uh, certain years. But for right now, this is just kind of our first jump into these like yearly retrospective episodes. So that was nineteen ninety nine from our vantage point. Uh, again, sorry, it was kind of a. A somber note that we left, that we're leaving this segment on. But we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, let's see if we can lighten the mood a little bit. I wonder what John Bon Jovi's up to. I don't know. He's probably sitting, scratching his belly button or something. He has I to make guess, the noises with his mouth. I guess this time you're really leaving. That I, I hate the lyric. I didn't mean to miss your birthday, baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. It is so stupid. Learn to write a song, you you geek. Uh, Richie Sambora sings that live at some point, right? Yeah, his version's better. I oh. like I like how he sings it better. Okay, but. That just reminds me of Triumph the Insult Comedy Dog <laughs> when Talking, he goes to the bon, bon Jovi, bon Jovi concert. concert. Yeah, there's not a good version of that on YouTube. Yeah, but whatever. I my pants. I have a pair of pants that are sitting right there, draped over that chair. I see them, and they they're. I didn't want to throw them in the dryer, so I'd, I'm air drying them, and it looks like there's a big piss stain on it. <laughs> It's just it's a preemptive piss stain. Oh, you no, know you're going to do it already. Oh, just put it on It's like there. looking into one of those mirrors and you see your future or whatever, which is funny. Uh, actually, I was going to say this. It's funny that you listen to songs or um, when people talk about the future, 1999. Was like, yeah. I remember watching Back to the Future as a kid and in the song Back in Time, Huey Lewis is like, is this it's the 50s or 1999? 1999? Yeah. And, uh, I remember as a kid being like, 1999 wasn't the future. It's like, well, technically, it was the future when that was written in, like, 1985. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, like, people have this image of the future, like, well, we don't have flying cars yet, and, like, like, and people aren't wearing wacky things. Mm-hmm. Like, well, A, hey, they are, but, like, yeah. people don't look futuristic but when you look at all the things we do have, mm-hmm. like automatic sinks, automatic hand dryers, mm-hmm. like there is stuff that's going on that proves that we are in the future. This is the future. This is the future. Two thousand zero zero party. Oh, whoops, out of time. Today on the radcast, we're talking about nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think that's a good spot to end it. um yeah so that was 1999 thanks for listening to the radcast uh next episode we're gonna have jeff wright on to talk about professional wrestling uh which we we're gonna we had a lot of fun with that discussion we can't wait for you to hear it yeah and so for us at the radcast just remember as long as you're not hurting anybody always always embrace the things that you find rad so we'll see you next time